welcome to the Love Your Life Project, a gentle guide to living a wholehearted, meaningful life. In these trying times, listen to stories, poems, musings, mystical wisdom to inspire you, bringing a little more light to your day. I'm Anuramana. Greetings, friends. Well, as we're approaching the end of the year here, I felt like it would be a good time to look into the unknown, into uncertainty. You know, the pandemic and the last two years or so, or even decades, have done away with the old truisms that we used to rely on like a dependable world, a known climate, a government we could completely trust in. And we've been learning how to navigate the unfamiliar, the unknown, you know, these new variants of COVID that keep cropping up, the safety norms of travel disappearing that we used to know, drought, wildfires, tornadoes, the uncertainty of humanity's future. So how do we love life when things are so uncertain, when the ground beneath us isn't as solid as we used to feel it was? Well, I feel that turning to the heart, turning to love, to that love that doesn't change, that gives rise, gives life to all of existence, is certainly a good place, a good foundation to lean into. And I can certainly say that I myself have been schooled in this leaning into the unknown ever since I stumbled onto a spiritual path. You know, when you slow down and get quiet, during meditation, at first, it's not an oasis of peace and calm like you would imagine. It's actually a remarkably intense uh, unfolding because everything you've spent your life running from by keeping busy starts to rumble up to the surface of consciousness. And you have to sit through it. You have to learn to sit through each unexpected new piece that arises like all of your old wounds, all the old traumas and scars you've carried around for years. And they can scab and fester over time. And it can be an intense ride. I felt for almost 20 years that I was on this really emotionally charged roller coaster learning to sit through the discomfort, to see through it, to feel my way back to center. It was like riding a conveyor belt (laughs) blindfolded and the mask didn't come off until you'd met each piece all the way. So that in itself was a lesson in unknowing, in trusting, I would say, um, and trusting the unfolding of life. Um, And it involves quite a bit of surrender 
to trust deeply, not just to have the mind trust, but your whole being, um, to have faith, to have trust in not knowing what's coming next. And certainly this last couple of years has amped up that uncertainty, that kind of feeling of the ground coming away beneath us. And it can be very unsettling uh, if we're not used to, to that, to learning how to be with the unknown. But one of the things I've come to see and I'm still learning is that when you don't know, it kind of takes you back. If you're open, it takes you back to a state of almost innocence, of purity. You might remember when you were a young child, just this kind of opening to this vast new world into which you had come finding yourself in this world and learning ways to navigate it. But out of curiosity, out of wonder and innocence and even excitement. And in a way, each new moment offers us that possibility of, you know, enjoying, savoring what can't be known and just receiving it as it arises. It can be really quite a, an exciting ride as opposed to a fearful one. And you'd think that the more dross you, sh you shed, you know, the more you let go of knowing and the clearer you become, you'd think that you'd feel even more solid, more grounded in the known. But there's a difference between knowledge, knowing, and wisdom. For me, knowledge belongs to the realm of the mind, which of course serves us well up to a point. Wisdom, on the other hand, has a humility to it because it's born usually of hard experience and humbling, and it relies less on the mind and more on inner knowing, you could say, on the heart. It knows in quotes, that it cannot know, that it can't rely on the old, staid, stale formulas of old. And so you learn to breathe into each new moment. That's what wisdom does. It learns to breathe into each new moment, into the many possibilities of each new now as it unfolds. You know, I was talking with a friend this morning we were out walking early at dawn and we were talking about how it feels so good, the air so fresh. And she said, yes, everything is brand new. The day is full of potential. And the more we can learn to live in the moment, in each new moment, each new now, the greater the feeling of brand newness. You know, there's a wonderful quote by the Nobel Prize winning poet um, Wisława Zimborska and she said when she was interviewed she was asked you know where does your poetry come from you know what is it that inspires you and her answer was poetry comes from a continuous I don't know 
poetry comes from a continuous I don't know. So she again opening to the vastness of creation and just letting pour through her whatever wants to be expressed. Not that she had a preconceived idea of what she wanted to write, but just basically receiving the words. And the Irish poet Derek Mahan actually said something similar. He said, if I knew where poetry came from, I'd go there. If I knew where poetry came from, I'd go there. (laughs) Well, actually, I'd say that was a slightly different twist because he's kind of insinuating he would like to know, but still trusting in the unknown there. So I'd like to share with you a poem by Thomas R. Smith called Trust that addresses this very, very topic. It's like so many other things in life to which you must say no or yes. So you take your car to the new mechanic. Sometimes the best thing to do is trust. The package left with the disreputable looking clerk. The check gulped by the nice deposit. The envelope passed by dozens of strangers. All show up at their intended destinations. The theft that could have happened doesn't. Wind finally gets where it was going through the snowy trees and the river, even when frozen, arrives at the right place. And sometimes you sense how faithfully your life is delivered, even though you can't read the address. And sometimes you sense how faithfully your life is delivered even though you can't read the address. So how much do you trust your life? How easy or challenging is it for you to lean into the unknown, to live in this world with its ever-changing circumstances and still feel equanimity, harmony within yourself? Just something for you, perhaps, to to contemplate. Certainly for myself, this past year has upended so many notions that I once held to. You could say that I took for granted my spiritual community of 20 years, my sangha, my beloved family of the heart, has shape-shifted this year many people leaving to explore other avenues and my beloved cat was run over by a car and left this world and my heart broken one of my closest friends passed of bone cancer my teacher and his wife who's also a close friend packed up and moved to portugal i felt more drawn and still do to Hawaii and twice planned a trip there myself that had to be cancelled at the very last minute for various reasons. So many unexpected unfoldings and yet still so much joy in the heart 
not based on circumstance so much, but more arising out of the deep journey within and the ever-blossoming trust in the beauty of true love, of the true one unified heart of love. And it just makes life so much easier and I would say adds a little bit of spice in terms of the excitement of the unknown. I remember when the pandemic first began in that very first lockdown when the entire world shut down. The entire world just stopped. It was unimaginable, unprecedented. And I was just overjoyed with excitement. I never could have imagined, you know, that that would ever be possible in this busy world where people are rushing from one thing to another. And of course, it wasn't such a big shift for me because I'm used to sitting quietly and being home. And I will also say that it hasn't been easy because it's still going on two years, you know, later. So, but still that first initial excitement at the possibility of humanity all having something in, com in common. What a, what a wild miracle, really. And so it feels to me that there's no mistake that we find ourselves alive here at this time of great transformation, potential transformation in our world, even with all of the divisiveness, that there is such potential in this. It's like all of the scabs that were underground, underwater, are now coming up in consciousness, coming up in the world, coming above sea level to be expressed so that there won't be, hopefully, so much simmering underneath. It's all kind of blasting out into the open and hopefully a lot of it falling away. But I'll leave you with this poem just as food for thought, particularly focusing on the final line, which feels like what this whole life's journey is about. It's by Anne Hillman. We look with uncertainty. We look with uncertainty beyond the old choices for clear-cut answers to a softer, more permeable aliveness, which is every moment at the brink of death. For something new is being born in us, if we but let it. We stand at a new doorway, awaiting that which comes, daring to be human creatures, vulnerable to the beauty of existence learning to love. We stand at a new doorway, awaiting that which comes, daring to be human creatures, vulnerable to the beauty of existence, learning to love. And it feels like 
That is what we're all learning. Learning to love. Learning to let go of what doesn't feel like love. And part of that evidently involves learning to love the uncertainty, the unknowingness, the knowing, letting that go. But the one thing we can know is the journey of the heart, the beauty of love, the beauty of connection, the beauty of poetry. We have so much support, even in this wild time. And I feel so grateful to be alive with you here now, sharing in this love, in this moment of possibility. When you finish listening to this, who knows what's, what awaits you? Could be anything. And my hope for you is that it's something juicy and wonderful. <laughs> so lots of love, dear friends. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with others. And if you'd like to hear more, you can find me on my website, anaramana.com. And also on there is a link to become a member of my Patreon family, where for a donation, I offer additional gifts and bonuses, like guided meditations and private Zoom calls. Much love to you. Till next time.